excited for today. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I did not know uh I didn't I did not think I was going to be that excited cuz you know, well, we'll get into it, but I thought it was going to lean a little more culty. Yeah. But it's this, a little weirder. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. Okay, guys, what's up? I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. This is dude that's fucked up and it is fucked up today in it's a fucked up fun today. way and it's very so lighthearted fun. and like <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that are fucked up about yeah, yeah. this, but real yeah, real it's actual a, fucked up. It's yeah. Poor people. Yeah. I mean. Poor poor people that have gotten sucked into this. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. First of all, how's everybody doing? How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, Summer's coming to an end. I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. Gross, you basic bitch. I know. You know what? It's very enjoyable. Uh, I'm not ashamed. It tastes nice. Don't apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry to shame you. Oh, that's okay. Uh, no, it's not okay, but you know what I mean. Um, but it was very good, and I, uh, I like, made a friend in line at Starbucks yesterday when I ordered it. She, her name was Nicole, <laughs> and she was also getting a pumpkin spice latte, and we, like, sh- oh, she's, like, what a, what a meet cute. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. I was, like, you too. We, like, shook hands, and Pete Aww. was just, like, what's happening? <laughs> Uh, it was P- cute. PSLs bringing people together. Yeah. Oh, since That's 2011 cute. or whatever. Oh, it's been around longer than that, right? Oh, really? Good. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it, so it's not for me. Yeah. I, do, I don't subscribe to to that. <laughs> I like it. It tastes like I fall. like. I like apple cider. That's where oh. I... That's that's my jam. I also but, like that. But pumpkin spice latte is not for me. You know, it's very sickeningly sweet. I just get one pump in it and then I don't mm. and then I don't get any whipped cream or the stuff on top. So oh. it, it's very like a it's a almost like a little breath of pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> a little <sighs> <laughs> It's a whip <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Instead of like <gasps> It's like you walked by somebody's uh, kitchen window that was baking a pumpkin pie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little whiff. You know what it is? I don't like pumpkin pie. That's why. Oh, yeah. Fucking duh. Yeah. Fucking duh. Oh, yeah. You would hate this then. I, it's like a little, I get just like a little whisper of pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> little ASMR for you. Yeah. 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 That's cute. Well, um, anything, How, any business for you today? For uh, us? No, just the huge. I don't. Uh, but I was going to ask how you are. I'm great. I am tired, mm-hmm. which is fine. Hashtag new mom. Hashtag new mom. First time mom. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah. Doing pretty good. Just yeah. All things considered. Um, Jack had his little uh, tongue tie. Fixed. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It Those was so goggles. Gnarly. Those goggles, though. Oh, oh yeah. I posted a, a picture on my Instagram. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to see it, it's Aaron DB Saul oh. is my Instagram handle. And it's – he had to – so it was like a laser procedure to, like, untie the his tongue and his top lip. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, it was so awful. I felt so – I, like, could not stop crying, oh. like, the day after the procedure because I just felt so bad. Um. And I don't know. It, he like yeah. needed to have it done, but it was just like it sucked. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, before like we all, we all had to wear goggles. Like me and DJ had to because it's like a laser. It's like super bright. And he they had put these little baby goggles on him. And oh my fucking god, oh it's my, so cute, so cute. Um, yeah. Uh, wait, okay. Are you gonna get him a Halloween costume? I don't know. Maybe <gasps> you should. Oh my god, I feel like baby Halloween costumes are the it's cutest. So cute. And he just was wearing those little goggles. I, and I was like, oh my god, he looks like a little astronaut or something. I don't know, a little scuba diver. <laughs> <laughs> in his little face he was just like oh what is happening it was so funny uh, oh my god yeah i gotta like i definitely should should exploit my child for halloween cuteness purposes yeah maximum cuteness. Um, also like i'm pretty sure he was conceived either on halloween or my birthday i am not sure mm. so that'll that's a fun thing for him to know yeah. For later on in life. Yeah, much later. <laughs> yeah. When you can really um, inflict some emotional weirdness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like associate Halloween with like your parents having sex. Cool. <laughs> we used to love to fuck at this holiday. Actually, oh, I think you're a product it's of great, this holiday. It's a great role playing time for everybody. <laughs> uh, hmm. Um. Yeah, anything fucked up for you this week? No, I, I think in the real world, there's so much stuff going on, like, politically, uh, uh-huh. and, like, with the New York Times, like, um, uh, the anonymous article from, like, a senior staff member oh, in I the know. Trump administration. Oh my, oh, my gosh. If you haven't listened to the Daily from the New York Times, it was very Ooh, good. I haven't listened to it <gasps> oh, yet. Ooh. Uh, I listened to it again today. It's very good. Okay, speaking of Michael Barbaro, if you yeah. guys know about the Daily. He's um, the host. He's the host. He's delightful. He just left his husband for a woman. <gasps> his one of his producers on the show. Whoa! Hot goss. Wow, that is hot, hot nerd goss. Hot goss. Yeah, and I've se- I saw him uh, live. Well, like at a event. Um, and he's like he's he's a precious human. So oh my I was just god! Like, wow, get your life, Michael Barbaro. I love it. I mean, not cool for your husband. I mean, it sucks. But, yeah, but yeah, hashtag cool sexual fluidity. Hashtag yeah. sexuality is a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, other no, hashtags. Totally. I'm like really trying to be young right now. Um, young and hip. Young yeah. and hip. Sorry. Like- <laughs> That's my my input about the daily. Oh, I guess I do have a fucked up thing. Uh, that's hmm. not related to politics. Okay, you know how we like right before you had Jack, we were like, oh yeah, we like look so young, blah blah. blah. My hair is going <laughs> so great. So oh, no. great. Like, like suddenly? No, it's just like I'm like really noticing it lately. Uh, you got to get your hair did. I know. I, I But I kind of just want to like go gray gracefully. Yeah, fair. And so I'm like still deciding what to do. It's not like su- a super problem yet. Like you'll uh-huh. see. And when I come visit you, I'll show you them all. Um, okay. I think you'll see them on your own. <laughs> and be like, wow, I could really you're great but you have like yeah. blonde hair so yeah so it's a well I think also I didn't spend as much time in the sun this summer I just like uh, haven't been yeah. outside as much I just been busy doing stuff and um so that isn't helping because my hair yeah. I have whatever that like photo there's like a gene that you have like and it's it means your hair bleaches in the sun really easily and I have yeah. that yeah and so I just need to maybe spend a couple days in the sun and take care of that shit but yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I have that too, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like my arm hairs um, bleach out in the sun and yeah. my hair gets lighter in the sun. Yeah, my like my the tips of my hair, like the ends of my hair are always super, super blonde. 
Like if yeah. I hold it up to up here, it's like oh yeah, uh-huh. it, it, it totally. looks like it's like complete from completely different heads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. I have a yeah. natural ombre, so I I don't know. It's I'm cute. just blessed. But <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> What's your fucked up? Okay, it's not about me. It's something personal in my life, but it, per- it it's something I'm deeply interested in uh-huh. uh, and pay attention to closely. <laughs> um, so this past week, uh, Goop, a.k.a. Gwyneth Paltrow's fucking lifestyle blog bullshit, <laughs> yeah. got they got got for <laughs> making, making really dubious claims about their jade egg. Uh-huh. Uh, jade egg drama, guys. So she, uh, we've talked about her jade egg before that you put in your vagina and that's supposed to like help your pelvic floor muscles yeah. get toned or whatever. But like they say some other stuff about it that's like outrageous <laughs> and they have like a rose, they have a jade egg that they sell on their website, a rose quartz egg um, and then like some other like fucking, I don't know. Fucking. It's called Judge Flower Essence Blend. What? Um, so, yeah, so they got in deep shit. Uh, a task force made up of prosecutors from 10 counties in California investigated Goop and found that the company was misleading co- consumers by making statements not backed by scientific <laughs> evidence. So, like, Truth in Advertising had done – it's like a consumer watchdog. They had alerted the task force to more than 50 problematic health claims on Goop's site. Um, but they focus their attention on these three things, the, the rose quartz egg, the jade egg, and the inner, inner judge flower essence blend. Um, and they, they targeted those three because they, they make, like, the most dubious claims. Like, for the jade and the rose quartz egg, they say that it, it balances – Hormones regulates menstrual cycles, prevents uterine prolapse, and increases bladder control. And then for the inner judge flower essence blend, they they claim on the website that it helps prevent depression. <laughs> so, oh my god, those are it's like really that's like a lot. Like you, can, I mean, just be like maybe this does, but they were like really pushing it, so they got in deep shit and like. I've I think we've talked about it before uh, in another episode where we talked about when you put a, like a jade which is a porous, porous fucking yeah. like stone up your vagina like you can get there's you can get some bacteria up in that bitch yeah so a whole family um, of bacteria just fucking moves in yeah so I so I've been uh, paying attention to this they uh, they got slammed with a hundred forty five thousand uh, dollar lawsuit. Uh, which I think they settled. Uh, several penalties is, is what it's called for unsubsta- unsubstantiated marketing claims. So, oh, yeah. Oh, no, nee. Fucking. <laughs> oh, no, <nee. laughs> That's what they call these eggs is nani eggs. Oh, yeah, nani. Ugh. Um, okay, I think that's good. But also, those lawyers don't have anything else to do. Like, right, I know. It's like, oh, what? So was one of your, like, wealthy friends swindled? There's yeah, some... did your did your wealthy friend's vagina get a bacterial <laughs> infection from a jade egg she bought from goop.com for like $8,000 or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah, did her cycle not sync up the way she wanted it to with her fucking rose quartz nani egg? Like, yeah. fucking fuck off. But Did she not find inner peace? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Inside her vagina? Yeah. Uh, God. Wow, yeah. people have time. <laughs> to have time on their hands time. money well 
I mean, you got to protect the consumers from this bullshit. True. But also it's like, who are you protecting? Not that many people. I doubt that that many of those get sold. But also I really like the like visual of this task force of lady lawyers. (laughs) Being like slapping jade eggs out of people's hands. (laughs) (laughs) Out of people's cooters. Like squeezing the squeezing people around the waist to pop them out. <laughs> uh, judge, I give you exhibit A, and then she like squeezes her client, and the egg pops out onto the floor. Oh god! Oh my god! And they're all wearing wow. their fucking Christian Louboutins and like just oh like dressed to the nines, and they're all they all look exactly like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! <sighs> what is our world coming to? Well, speaking of all this bullshit um this this all melds nicely into the topic we're about to discuss um (laughs) so speaking of weird vagina related shit we're gonna talk about a sex cult today uh and they their main thing is uh wanting to stroke your clit for way too long to help (laughs) you achieve enlightenment or something now everybody have you (laughs) if you're in the game and then strokes the word. Oh my god. I love that song stroke so much. Me, stroke me. Stroke. Stroke. It's a great song. Could be a winner, but baby, you're a sinner now. Isn't that what it is? What did I, I think so? I think I used to. I, I don't know. I, you didn't know the lyric? No. I thought it was. I thought it was something like, could be a winner, but baby, gotta simmer down. And then oh, baby, gotta just, simmer down, yeah. I think I still listen to it party. like that. This was at your bachelor party, and our friend uh-huh. Jesse was like, that's not what it says. <laughs> <laughs> I was like yelling. I was scream singing it in the hotel room. Oh, my God. Oh, it's the best when you're scream singing the wrong lyric, and yeah. somebody's just like, bitch, nah. Like, simmer down. (laughs) It's Uh, almost never the lyric. (laughs) Yeah, that's not even close. I mean, I guess it's close, but not really. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, yeah, let's get into this nonsense. This Fucking 15 minutes. Oh, my God. So, this cult, uh, well, we're calling it a cult. I mean, they don't think they're a cult, obviously. They could also be called a pyramid scheme. Also that, yeah, which, you know. Two really bad things going for you already. <laughs> Not our faves here at DTFU Podcast. No, no, no. We don't like that. We don't like that shit. No. Uh, so this is this organization, if you will, was started by a woman named Nicole Dedone. Get out of here. Um, yeah, it's she calls it orgasmic meditation, which is like a thing, uh-huh. but. Uh, She's she's really she's slanging this like mm. this is her whole she's making money off this whole principle, mm-hmm. um, and she's basically the whole premise of this orgasmic meditation thing is for ladies to get their clit stroked for fifteen fucking minutes at a time, sometimes multiple times a day. I don't think so. That's, you know, I really don't think so. I don't want that. <laughs> just like take a piece of sandpaper and grind it off because I don't understand like how that's pleasant. They say they use feather light strokes, which oh. I don't care how light of a touch that you got going on. I just don't want anybody touching 
any part of me for more than 15 minutes repeatedly. Like, that's not what I want in my life. (sighs) So she has, like, a TED, a TED, a TEDx talk, which is, like, not even the real TED, it's, like, not even a real TED talk. It's, like, the fucking basement, bottom, (laughs) basement fucking bargain shit of TED Talks. (laughs) It's the fucking t-shirts they sell outside of the concert. It's like, yeah, it kind of looks like the person you, it like kind of looks like the music artist you just saw, but like a little wonky. Yeah. It's like the screen printings to the left or like there's a, there's a massive typo somewhere on the shirt. Or like a birthmark that the, that they didn't used to have or that they don't have. It's like, huh. Oh God. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know. It's like, it's fine. Like, there's like some legit TEDx talks, but this is like, there's not the barrier of entry to do. It's not like a, you know. Yeah. Like, we could do one right now. We can just like go do one. This is my TED talk. <laughs> yeah. TEDx. Welcome to my TED talk. My TEDx talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But her, her TEDx talk is, it's like, it, it was like a San Francisco TEDx and they, <laughs> it's slightly incoherent and, uh, it details her first experience with this whole thing, which uh, she's <sighs> so fucking. She, you watched the TED, the TED X talk, I, right? No, I didn't watch the whole thing. I couldn't. I, uh, I just got a shiver down my back. She is very uh, upsetting to me. <laughs> she's she's very smug in this yeah. in this whole thing. I mean, like, if you're gonna do a TED talk, you, I think you already are a little smug, probably. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she like talks about how she was like at a party and met a monk there who was like, a monk or monk, Tony Shalhoub. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Good. Oh, that's a good, good, good cut. (laughs) USA Network deep cut. (laughs) Oh my Lord Jesus. (laughs) That was one of the jokes I had right before we started. I was like, I got to write this down. I was going to ask you what's that actor's name from Monk and I'm like I just knew it I was like Tony Shalhoub it just came to you yeah. oh my god <laughs> well she met not Tony Shalhoub but like a a Buddhist monk I think oh yeah at, that's different at a party uh I don't know what kind of party this was but <laughs> I had everything there like Stefan it was like <laughs> we've got orgasmic meditation We've got monks. We've got Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> From Monk. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this monk was like, let me show you this thing with your clit. And she was like, okay. And, oh. she, just, and she just like did this thing. And I, she just like columbus it. Like the whole, <laughs> she just took this whole thing, this whole orgasmic meditation thing. That's like a real, a real thing. Yeah. Um, like a lot of different cultures do this and it has benefits. Um, but she just took it and ran with it. So she calls this whole thing, she calls it OM, like OM, but also OM, which stands for orgasmic meditation. Um, but it's also a sacred sound and spiritual symbol in Hinduism. So, okay. White lady. Calm down. Yeah. She just, she just is cultural appropriating all over the place here. Uh, and yeah, she just like, she just took it and ran with it. Huh. So I don't know. I'd never heard of orgasmic meditation until I started reading about this. And it sounds, I mean, aside from like the 15 minute, you know, clit stroke, <laughs> I, could, I could get into it, I guess. 
if it if it wasn't for 15 minutes. Oh my like, god! What are, what are the seven signs someone's having a clit stroke? <laughs> Imagine your clit having a stroke. I can't. <laughs> There's nothing funny about strokes, but Does it I just smell like toast <laughs> when you're having one. <laughs> or lemons. What? Oh my god, I always get so scared when I smell <laughs> toast. It's like so when you're walking. Toast? Yeah, when I'm walking outside and I smell somebody like I'm walking by somebody's house and they're just making toast, probably. But I'm like. <gasps> Fuck. I get so scared. You have to like check all your, yeah, you're like, how do I know? I was in the shower the other day and Pete was burning some sausages. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, am I going to die in this shower? (laughs) Fuck. Uh, It's scary. I'm, that's like one of my biggest fears is, is that, is having a stroke, but a clit stroke, especially. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, What a treat. Uh, I feel so good I now. I have tears all over my face. Oh, my God. Um, what happened? Uh, where were we? My I God. I have no idea. Oh, so she calls it Ohm, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, uh, and then I guess this has been around for a while, right? What? Oh, oh, uh, like how, like that dude? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, so, like, I don't know who this dude is, but, like, this is the background of it, kind of. Yeah, the monk, quote-unquote, uh, what I read anyway was that he was a part of this other, like, kind of sex Like, the cult. monk the monk that was at this party that yeah. she yeah. had the experience with. Yeah, he was, like, from this other cult, which is a, maybe a fun side story. I didn't look at, into this at all. Um, so, oh, But maybe we, we could, yeah, for, like, a bonus episode for Patreon or something. Um, but he was part of a sex cult called Lafayette Morehouse that was famous for documenting a 30-minute female orgasm in Whoa. the, like, late 60s or early 70s. Um, and so they were like kind of fringy back then, obviously, but it was like kind of a time for that in a way, you know? And so they did this where they like rubbed her out for 30 minutes and she had an orgasm. And I think this guy probably for sure had a ponytail. Like, Uh, there's no way he didn't. Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) It's total. I'm envisioning. Um, so I started watching Mad Men again, Uh like, I, I watch it like at three in the morning while I'm breastfeeding Jack Ooh, and yeah. uh, it's a good, it's a, it's a good thing to watch uh, over again. Um, and I am thinking he probably looks like, um, what's his name who went and joined the Hare Krishnas. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. And, and, uh, he, wow, what was his name in the, in the show? I forget, but he has his head shaved, yeah. like totally bald. And then he has like a little ponytail in the back 
and it's he's like filthy like his shirt he, he, everything's filthy because he's like i guess like Hare krishna is like about yeah. not bathing i don't know uh <laughs> <laughs> it's about but having bald heads with ponytails yeah but this is i'm that's what i'm envisioning of this oh, monk yeah. for sure and i like he was probably wearing like a lot of yellow orangey like earthy yeah. like a, definitely like a tunic of some sort yes and uh-huh. definitely had like birkenstocks on oh for sure oh, oh my god and i feel like maybe he had a distinguishing thing about his face like a scar or a mole or a birthmark <laughs> yeah 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 uh, Definitely. i don't know i just feel like he was like and, and then he was like probably talked like this yeah really cut like, like very yeah <laughs> calm hey have you ever done this hey. and she's like no. hey hey well i'm gonna stroke your clit <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. No. no, thank you. Oh my god, I don't even want you to say that to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Creepy. Um. So there's a little bit of a of a crossover there. I guess. <sighs> um. Yeah, but I don't know. She she has a weird background, and like she, I, I don't know when when did she start this? Well, uh, I think I think this event happened maybe like circa 2001. Oh, the party. Yeah, yeah. and then she started the company in 2004, like officially. Got it. And also, there was some weird thing about her, like before this incident she was on a path so she's always been like very involved in sexuality and she Hmm. was actually um studying to get her master's of like sex and sexuality (laughs) i don't know how you get that that's what i think refinery i feel like it's like a psychology degree or psychology of sex yeah probably that's good and um and so she was studying to get that, and then her dad died in prison, and he was in there for being convicted of molesting two small children, and oh. which checks out uh, <laughs> with all of this somehow, I guess. Um, but yeah, so she like got derailed from that, and then met this guy, and then huh, and now here we are. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Well, that's crazy. Uh. Yeah. So she. The, if you're wondering what the name of this cult is, it's yeah. not Ohm. It's called One Taste. Ew. And when I saw the name of this of this organization she created, uh, Nicole De Daydon De Daydon, um, and her naming it One Taste, I I assumed it was some sort of culinary uh, based <laughs> cult. <laughs> uh, but it's not. No, uh, they she, don't use their tongue, so I'm confused. No. Yeah, I know. I was so confused. I was like, where, where did this name even come from? So yeah. I I learned this from her TEDx talk uh, that it's a it comes from a Buddhist saying that is uh, just as the ocean has one taste, the taste of salt, so does liberation, the taste of truth. So it really doesn't get any more confusing or <laughs> cultural appropriating than that that's probably not it, even what the saying is and that's like just like some her like somehow interpretation of it and then she stole it yeah i as far as like marketing and branding a cult goes this has got to be one of the worst <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know yeah one taste except for we don't use our tongues and it's not just once it's 15 minutes a day three times a day yeah <laughs> uh. Yeah, so, but I'm trying to figure out when I was, like, researching this, I was like, okay, so I get the whole 
I'm envisioning just somebody just laying there with their clit being stroked, and I don't know. It 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 all seems very strange. Um, Did you watch any of the videos of them doing it? Yeah, yeah. it's very upsetting. It's just un- it's not upsetting. It's like very uncomfortable and like awkward, and it's like what? Why would anybody be drawn into this? I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. Uh, like, and so, I, I don't know. Instead of being like helping people just outright with this, this practice, uh, even though it is pretty weird and no kink shaming, if this is like something that you're into, yeah. then Godspeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she decides she wants to build a business around it. And that's where you kind of get into it being not cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, have a thing, uh, fucking all you want. People come in, they rub each other's clits. Everyone feels good. That's great, but yeah, but then she like starts to monetize it in an awful way. Yeah, and she also like so she start she starts doing uh, seminars and workshops and lectures about this whole orgasmic meditation principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote a book called Slow Sex. And made lots of money from that. I think it was like a, on the New York Times bestseller list for Damn. a little bit. Um, and maybe I don't know. I'm just <laughs> but no, I think it was like a pretty successful book. Like people were like, "Whoa, what is this?" You know, like people. Yeah. It's interesting. Anytime you have like anything having to do with a female orgasm or talking about the clit in general, it's very uh, it's titillating, and people are like, "What? What is this?" It's and so titillating. It's titillating. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she so all that aside, I I did watch some videos uh and it was very weird, but if you want to do this, like you can go to their website and you could find like a seminar to go to or like a a day a day long thing where you can you can actually go and check this out. Or um, like a fucking storefront. They have <clears throat> one in Venice Beach. Oh shit. Yeah. You should go. I I don't want to. Okay. Well, then don't. <laughs> but anybody in Venice Beach, it's all yeah. it's all there. Uh, so if you wanted to do this, though, you just give them like two hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and you'd spend a full day uh, at this like tutorial situation. And uh, if you're a woman, uh, you know, with a with a clitoris, uh, you get naked <laughs> from the waist down, and you uh-huh. open up your legs, and you have a stroker. And they're fully clothed, though. And, they, and so you just – you don't get – you don't take your, your sure. top off. You yeah. just take your pants off. Um, and they – the stroker, fully clothed, starts a visual narration. Time yeah. out. Oh, no. They do <laughs> – sorry. I was like, what? No, they put on gloves, too. Yeah, they use rubber, like, Protection. latex gloves. Yeah. Uh, and they start, like, narrating, like, what the – your your ch- your chocha looks like uh so like an example of this they would be like they would say your outer lips are coral and the inner ones pink i'm noticing a swelling as i tell you this uh and they don't and they don't like it's not considered foreplay yeah or like they're trying to make it as like not as sexual as possible i guess yeah but uh, but they start by massaging the upper thighs and then they work their way to the clitoris. So the finger, the they all lubed up, very lubed up and gloved, uh, rubs the clitoris at the one o'clock position for fifteen minutes, 
uh, I, again, I don't want that. Um, What's the one o'clock position? I guess like to the not straight up and down, but oh, like, like a little crooked. To the, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a like a little tilt. Like a little. Yeah, a little, little tilt. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I I guess ideally with the hood pulled back yeah uh the hood of the clitoris which that is like that's too much that's very sensitive that's too much and i think the fuck not for that's not that's a no for me yeah uh are they narrating as they're stroking what they're doing i think so they're like i stroke it to the east i stroke (laughs) it to the west (laughs) i don't know i just wanted to get another stroke song a different song reference in Perfect. okay proceed <laughs> yeah so that so that's that's basically all that happens and i mean it's like they're just lying on the ground and it's it that's what it is and, and they so don't they do, like climax right i mean some people can but it's that's not the whole the point. point of it the point yeah. of it's like the build up to the experience of this of the, pleasure or whatever this is also something that like derailed me a bit in just trying to understand what the whole point of this is because they they call it orgasmic meditation but they they don't they don't they refer to the whole thing as orgasmic and then they refer to if you have an actual orgasm like a scientific one as climax mm-hmm. and so mm. they like changed all these words there was like some other words that they like used a little differently and i was like this is very confusing and yeah that's a good first step to creating a cult <laughs> yeah where they have their own kind of language and yeah. like vocab for things yeah yeah and they and they do this so i think they do like a room full of people like yeah they they demonstrate it in front of like a bunch of people yeah um which that's that'll get you in the door if you're interested i guess and oh. They like show you and with live people how to do this thing, so um, it's weird. Is it like one of those <laughs> cooking classes where they have like a mirror above the stove? <laughs> Probably. And it's like tilted uh, out so you can see what their hands are doing, and everyone's uh, just like, uh. Jesus. Uh. Yeah, um, and they have meetups, I guess. Oh yeah, called turn ons with the exclamation point cool yeah i don't know <laughs> but that's not even like the most upsetting thing they these meetups are which i'm sure you have to pay to go to have a motto and it's called <clears throat> opt in love out practice that makes no sense what does that mean well opt in i guess is like consent uh, uh love out is like love the outside <laughs> i don't know I'm showing you my clit. Yeah. I don't know. Get your whip your clit out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it should be clit out, not love out. Right? Opt in, clit out, rub. It should uh, be yeah. the bot. I mean, that's great marketing. It tells you exactly what you need to know. <laughs> yeah. They're just like being ambiguous on purpose, I yeah. guess. What is but where's the practice? What's the pra- is that the like med- meditation practice? Probably. I don't know. And that you need to like do it continually all the time to like get good at it. All right. I don't know. No thanks. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so they have like we said they have a bunch of YouTube videos mm. of this shit. Like yeah. I don't know 
Yeah, it's weird. It's just all weird. Well, and there's like, I saw, after I saw that this was the, um, that they have these like meetups and conventions and stuff, I saw a guy wearing a shirt that says love out. Oh no. Yeah. They have merch, guys. They're fucking, they have a merch table set up. (laughs) At all their uh, turn on events, they have (laughs) Merch table. They yeah. were like, we're going to get started. Now, this is going to take about 15 minutes uh, of the same thing continually for 15 minutes. So if you get a little bored or you need a snack, we have that set up in the back. Also, we'll be selling merch in the back right corner of the room. <laughs> uh, we have T-shirts and CDs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is all just like so – it's so strange. It's so um, strange. They have uh, a shirt. I, some of their merch is like kind of funny. Like I kind of want – one of these shirts that says the pussy nose. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's good. I want that. Yeah. They also sell uh, on their website. I, I think on their website, they have a uh, lube, one taste lube. <laughs> Just buy regular lube. I know. I know. Uh, they have uh, a signature nest, which is like the yoga mat pillows and lube, like uh, bundled together. Um, <sighs> all that is a, steal at $139. No. Uh, and then, <laughs> I don't know. And then they have a one taste nest bag for Omer's on the go, which is like a canvas bag, uh, I guess for 80 bucks. So you could put all your, your, your yoga mat pillows and lube <laughs> in your canvas bag and go <laughs> take that on vacation. Like, all right. Oh so they sell, they, they're they selling merch. They got all this stuff. And they not only do they have, like, you know, as with so many cults these days, their slick website, they also have some, like, smart, influential and or famous people yeah. getting on board with this shit, which I, I don't know. Like, how do they – how do these people not research stuff before getting involved, before, like – associating their name with this shit um or are they like like cuckoo now like yeah well like tim ferris he's the guy that wrote all the like self-help uh life slash body hack books the he like the four hour work week the four hour body okay you know know and he has like he has a podcast like where he talks about all this shit um and he like just trying to like make your yourself the most the best self you can have uh Mm -hmm. and he has a chapter in his book the four hour body mentions uh this this practice so he's on board um god i don't know i saw he's kind of a he's kind of a weirdo though too so that's weird Uh, one that surprised me which i watched some uh videos on their youtube channel because they have like an fish youtube channel um, and they had at one of their seminars, Dr. Jocelyn Elders, who is a former U.S. Surgeon General. And oh she God. was there speaking to like the power of this and like people gave her a standing ovation and what it the was fuck? really weird. And she was like using metaphors like how the people that are attending the seminar and like learning all the knowledge and putting this into practice are like planting trees for future generations. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, cuckoo. Anyway. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we've been talking a lot of shit, but like, is this actually a cult? I don't know. I so I mean, I think it's both a cult, but also 
a, maybe an MLM. Yeah, a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah, it's like a pyramid scheme time thing. Here's my here's my thoughts on why it's MLM. Uh, okay. You you have to pay your way in. So whether you're paying for classes or like paying <clears throat> to get certified to like become some sort of coach, like uh-huh. there's payment involved. Like you, to become an employee, like yeah, you, yeah like a certified person. Yeah. yeah, you have to pay your way in. And it's not like there's no option to just like, here, come learn this knowledge and take it with you. It's always like, oh, and if and then you should move up to the next level where we teach this. And then you – but it's like, really, do you need all that? No. Yeah. Um, they're pressured to recruit others. So yeah. yep. especially if you work for them, you have to like phone bank and shit and like call people who have come to previous events and like hound them. Yeah. Um, probably people who are in this like won't shut up about it, which is also very MLM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't make any money back from your investment to become a quote unquote consultant. Like you, I guess eventually you could maybe try and do classes on your own, but I don't think they'd like that. It's more – Yeah, like you, you can't become like an independent contractor based no. on the like the learnings that you – or like the certification that you got through the through them. Yeah, I don't think so. You can become like a teacher that works for them and like right. maybe teach your own classes within their thing. But like I don't think you're like a certified like, – like how Whole30 has like certified coaches that like – live in your area or whatever i don't know and then um and then the people at the top aka the founder president etc make all the money of course so i don't know but uh was there any other mlm type things that you noticed i mean it's just like the recruiting tactics seem like the way that they like go after people who are you know and 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 it's it's the same thing as like a cult too yeah is going after people who are like needing some sort of like community uh are kind of untethered yeah uh you know spiritually emotionally and getting them to like give them money basically because if they give them money if the if the person who needs this thing gives them money they will achieve a, a higher you know level of being and they will be more accepted by the community. And so people just keep giving money and keep giving money because if they stop, they're going to be kind of ostracized by the community Yeah, um, that they're trying very much to stay in with. Yeah. So and you by- just have to – you pay when you have to pay your way in, that's how you know. Yeah. And by that time too, like if you – like you – like by the time you might get ostracized, like you've invested so much that like – it would really yeah. upset your life because these are right. your friends now and your family and like your safety yeah. net of people. And yeah, that's definitely culty. That's something that um, I, I read like from Refinery29 had a pretty good article and that Bloomberg one that. Yeah. Oh, there's a Bloomberg business article that's very, very good and, and very recent too. I think it just came out in like June of yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely recommend reading that. Yeah, it was. They both talked to like some former members of One Taste and um, a, a lot of like Aside from being, aside from like reporting that they were in like not a great place emotionally when they stumbled upon this practice, they also um, got from One Taste or Ohm 
like a sense of community, which we just talked about, very culty, a sense mm-hmm. of purpose, also culty, a literal place to live. So like one taste oh. had housing that was not technically like run by one taste, but was affiliated with it. Like they huh. like it was one taste housing. Um, uh-huh. like a dorm situation. Yeah. Specifically in San Francisco, which as we all know, cults, like you all live together, you all share chores, you share the like cooking, yep. cleaning, all that stuff. Um, and then they all reported feeling pressured by senior leaders either to like pay more money into this, mm-hmm. which a lot of them reported, but also like other pressures, like, um, to participate in things. Maybe they didn't want to participate. And then, of course, all of this is, has the weird sex vibe that some yeah. cults have. Usually that's, like, a little bit more buried, but this is obviously all out in the open. Um, yep. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the the signs of a cult, uh, as a reminder, are, like, opposing critical thinking, isolating members and penalizing them for leaving, which we just talked about, emphasizing yep. spe- special doctrines outside scripture, which we kind of, like, talked about how she's – adapted buddhist principles yeah right um seeking inappropriate loyalty to their leaders i feel like that is going on to some degree dishonoring Mm -hmm. the family unit so like i don't i didn't read too much about this but there was like kind of a vibe of like oh you know people on the outside don't understand and if they're not willing to at least try it like yeah they don't love you you Yeah, yeah. They don't support you. They don't love you. They don't want you. Yeah. And then separation from, oh, sorry, crossing biblical boundaries of behavior versus sexual purity and personal ownership, um, and then separation from the church. So I don't know that they all apply uh, outright, but... Well, those sound like if you're, like, in a religious cult, specifically. Yeah, Yeah. true. And this is, like, not super it's doctrine based which it's like spiritual I mean, or something maybe. yeah yeah it's yeah. not like i'm speaking for god or whatever it's like you want to be enlightened don't you yeah so i don't know i just like going through all this and obviously people have had a hard time um like you know when they get into the situation and this was like all everyone's stories that i read and most of them are anonymous Um, or like just, they just give their first name, but it's like, you know, I felt pressured and once I was in it, I just kept giving money and it was really hard for me to get out and they are victims, but like, then I'm like, well, to some degree, you know, you take responsibility for yourself and you, this doesn't sound like a crazy, crazy cult where like you are like so so in it you're like trapped yeah yeah because some people but i mean it's like the social isolation yeah isolation is like the hardest thing and i think that's what happens to a lot of these people yeah and then it's like once they're in it and like one person was saying like an ex-member was saying like the the way it made them think of him think about money was like totally fucked up like in like psychologically oh. was like what's like three thousand dollars versus thirty thousand dollars is like the same thing almost what? like oh being, my- being that like hard in in debt yeah so it was like who cares and like they would help people open credit cards and stuff like that too to keep giving money so oh my they're god doing, yeah there's there's lots of stories like that with, with this well shit. And that's weird that a man felt that way because this is what I was thinking. Well, the men aren't getting sexual anything, right? There's well, no... so the 
there's it goes a little deeper than just the like clitoral stimulation uh-huh. as part of the um meditative kind of shit the they also have there's people like former members that are coming out saying that they also are telling them to have sex with as many people as possible to also like attain some sort of spiritual level of enlightenment oh, so um that's like and then it sounds like it's like gone off the rails a bit <laughs> uh in terms of like what the original principle it, it's based on yeah uh it, it there's all kinds of stories coming out and since that's like not what's specifically outlined on you know their website or whatever their like general uh information about them is like, because they're pretty forthcoming about the fact that, like, yes, we are stimulating a clitoris for 15 minutes. Like, that's not hidden. But, like, this True. other stuff that's coming out, like, as it happens with all these kind of isolated communities where you have to pay to be in it. Yeah. Um, they could just do whatever they want and say it's part of the part of the whole process. So Especially with something like this where, where they're so outright saying we rub lady clits and yeah it into anything like can a, go yeah well and then people like avert from it's like oh yeah our number one principle rub rub a lady's clit for 15 times a day or have your clit rubbed 15 times a day three times minimum uh yeah that's what we're all about people are like oh i'm good and then it's like you don't dig any deeper you know yeah it's yeah, like yeah you could hide but okay but also i think a lot of the this is gonna sound maybe sexist but it's towards women, so I guess I can say it. I don't understand how that works. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think some of the ladies have, like, foggy brain. You know, like, okay, are you, do you ever have those days where you're just, like, either, like, sick, like, you're homesick, alone, mm-hmm. or, like, l- really lazy, or you're just, like, tired, or just having, like, a day where you're on your own, and you Some masturbate too much. Yeah, you masturbate yeah. too much. And then you sometimes get very sleepy, or, like, <laughs> in this weird, foggy place, or you get a headache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what this is like, because they're just, they're just, like, too much clitoral stimulation, and it's, like, m- making things not good for them. And you can't make decisions. So actually, it is like the perfect <laughs> cult because it's like get them into it's like this mind state. control. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's like it's like a uh, it's like they're drugging up all their uh, yeah. followers, and they're always in this state where they don't have any clarity because they have like fo- foggy clip brain, and or whatever. And but then, they're like but they're being like tricked into thinking that they that the foggy clip brain is is actually their brain being clear. Yeah, and it's not. We know it's not. I mean, no. people know this. So yeah. uh, I don't know. But I think that's probably what's wrong. Yeah, uh, interesting. That's, yeah. A, that's an interesting take. I, uh. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Foggy clip brain. Maybe there's some yeah. science to that. Maybe. Um, I, I'm not sure, but. Scientists get on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so like I, I was saying, there's like lots of um, – pretty fucked up accusations out there um from former members and yeah they like this happens all the time with with cults specifically where they Mm -hmm. just exploit people's whatever it may be like a lot of people are like coming out of like sexual trauma or you know just any kind of vulnerability that they may have and telling them that it's gonna fix it it's gonna fix you um so people who are in this kind of 
frame of mind are so susceptible to whatever they're whatever they're telling them. So well, and they can yeah. be causing sexual trauma by if they're oh yeah if they're suggesting to have sex with everyone and like yeah yeah exactly and, and like Tony's gonna rub your clit today. Here, you guys go over here. It's like I don't know this guy. Yeah, but it's like not sexual though. It's like part of the process. So Ugh, I, but it's I like how could it not be though? It's your like I sexy know. parts, and it's like they're private. I like don't to know. disassociate from it like that is so strange. Yeah. I don't know, but like, like while also, ex- but also while saying that it's like sexuality and sexual health are part of your spirituality yeah like it's it's very confusing um and if you're not like fully aware and like wanting to do it like if you're kind of on the fringe because there are things there are like are kinks where people you know go to parties and hook up with strangers and stuff that's great but you're very much consenting and going with the purpose of doing that. I feel like if yeah. you're on the fringes of this group a little bit, you could easily get pressured in to participate. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. and then that's got to be traumatic. So, yeah. Well, and like that aside, uh, just like an idea of like what all this costs, because like we've been talking about how people have been getting in debt pretty severely from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like real quick, some numbers involved. Uh, so currently students pay – $500 for a weekend course and then $4,000 for a retreat. Um, $12,000 for if you want to be a coach and do the coaching program and then $16,000 for a quote intensive, which I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> and then so like in, in, and that's like some of the basics uh, and then in 2014, One Taste started selling a year-long $60,000 uh, membership, which lets buyers take all the courses they want and sit in the front row. So for the cost of a fucking car. <laughs> a nice can, car. A very a nice, car. nice car. Yeah. You can just uh, you you can just buy in for their – I mean, and I guess if you want to do all the classes over and over again – it's a good deal. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, or, like, eh. maybe just go to, like, a fucking state university for two and a half years and, like, Seriously. get a – and, like, you know, learn how to, like, help yourself out of this. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. And then – so staff also encourages uh, the students to repeat courses. Uh, so – you do a weekend course multiple times, that's thousands of dollars. Um, There's no way that doesn't sound bad. No. Um, and they, But these people, the, the people that are working, that are on staff, are, like, pressured to do this, to make, yeah. you know, sales, basically. Um, and Wente says it has about 1,400 people that have taken their coaching program. So 1,400 times $12,000. Is a lot of fucking money. Um, and then they say that 6,500 have come to an intro class. So 6,500 times $500. Um, or if you just do the one-day class, that's $200, I think. Um, and then more than 14,000 people have signed up for online courses. And <laughs> they have an app also. So download that, I guess. <laughs> but then so, you yeah. got to rub it yourself. Or do you, I, I guess you could, like, get a partner. I mean, that's the funny thing about this is that all this shit, like, there's all, like, this whole entire principle yeah. of the of the 15-minute 
clit clit stroke is uh it's all available online like you can you can learn the technique for free uh but they also are offering like spirituality along with it which i guess is what people are paying for like the premium that people are paying for is the community and all this other shit so i don't know if it i i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not worth it no probably not um so that is very expensive yeah and all of that just sounds so mlme to me yeah well but they're saying they're more of a legit business of course, all MLMs say that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, God, I saw an Herbalife van the other day. And I was Bye. like, why do you have a fucking van? And then it, like, has the logos on it, but then it's, like, it said something about being, like, a contractor for the brand because, you know, you're not – you don't actually work for Herbalife. Yeah, it's, like, how people make – turn their garages into, like, LuLaRoe stores. Yeah. It's, like, no, this is your garage with a bunch of shit you bought. Yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of stretch pants. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they say – I guess they say that um, until 2016 – oh, this – I thought this was funny. One Taste says that until 2016, it was more of an edgy lifestyle community. Uh-huh. But it's since become a legitimate business. <laughs> okay. Okay, edgy. Dumb. Um, in 2017, they reported a profit of $12 million. Yikes fucking 12 million dollars in 2017 that's That's profit that's very upsetting that's very upsetting Uh, i don't know um i guess they no longer oh because they're trying to be a legitimate business they no longer organize group oms among students oh sorry they don't they no longer organize group ohms among students or lease communal homes in their name. So they're trying to like – I think they were getting like a real Not bad be reputation. as culty. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying to like tone that down. And then it said they'd, they've had a Kardashian endorsement, which what? I was like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, Khloe Kardashian. But it turns out Khloe Kardashian just said something about how like – uh orgasmic meditation is helpful it wasn't to i don't think it was like and they probably just they probably just literally paid her they're like hey chloe can you say this and we'll give you ten thousand dollars yeah and she's like okay and like just like how they she like like snapped out like shit yeah like diet tea or like teeth whitener laser treatment or whatever good call yeah Yeah. and she didn't say anything explicitly about this company or anything it was just like a super generic statement um And I don't know if you read about Joanna Van Vleck, the... A little bit. She seems like a total fucking, like, a fucking grifter. Yeah. That's, yeah. She's their current CEO, right? Yeah. And she just, like, spews bullshit out. Like, um, she said, like, everything... She did all these videos and stuff. She, like, narrated them, kind of, or, like, hosted them. And then uh, she was in a lot of articles. But um, everything sounds like bullshit. One of the things she quoted was... One taste is the whole foods of sexuality, the organic good for you version. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> like what? Don't be can talking I just about have whole the, foods. Can I just have the Trader Joe's version of sexuality? <laughs> yeah. Can I, just I have, much like, prefer that. It's fun and it's cheaper. Yeah. Um Oh, I was gonna say uh I was gonna say, clit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Clit it out. Clit it out. Uh, uh, but also, she was one of the founders of Trunk Club. What is that? Do you, 
It's like um, it's like uh, like Latote or um, oh. Stitch Fix or one of those like subscription based like uh, clothing membership things. Oh, where you like pay like a flat fee and they send you like five articles of clothing or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Did all the clothes have the um, no bottoms? Was it all just tops? <laughs> just crotchless everything. <laughs> uh, every every outfit comes with a pair of rubber gloves. Ugh. <laughs> um, I and I guess they're like, okay, this was fun. They're trying to like legitimize themselves by by branching out. You know how like companies teach, uh, like uh, UCB does this at Bright Citizens Brigade. They do mm-hmm. improv classes for like corporations, so you yeah. can teach the principles of improv so that yeah. people who are in the corporate world can take those principles and apply them to business. It helps you think differently and all that. It's very good. Yeah, and it's like team building stuff and yeah. like yeah, yeah, like and helps yeah. yeah, usually positive stuff. Well, they're they're doing this. So one taste has also this is a quote from Bloomberg. One taste has also <laughs> begun tar- one taste has also begun targeting businesses as customers, not teaching their employees how to stroke one another, but how to <laughs> apply own principles such as the quote unquote feel over formula and stay connected no matter what to running a company. Then this was a quote from Van Vleck. We're having conversation with companies about hashtag me too and how to teach connection as preventative health for companies rather than treating the disease of sexual harassment. She says the national hockey league, the NHL is among the businesses that have expressed interest though. The NHL says it can't confirm any record of a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. No, they have not. Griff down here. Get the fuck out of here. I think it's, there's no, I can't think of anything more ill fitting <laughs> than the National Hockey League trying to like get into orgasmic meditation oh, principles my as, God. as part of their, like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like she looked around the room and was like, the, the uh, some hockey was on TV and she's like, oh, yeah, the NHL is interested in our own principles. Oh, Bitch. What are you talking about? Fucking. She could have easily just said the brand name of her microwave and been like, yes, uh, <laughs> Samsung is looking into own br- Like, bitch, shut up. Hot Pockets uh, are looking into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> La- the lamp uh, store. <laughs> the lamp store. Did you just look around the room and name something? Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what happened. <laughs> She's like, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what oh, a God. dummy. Um also uh they oh my god. So you got, you know, as with any good pyramid scheme, you have to keep recruiting people and they've yeah. figured out college is like a great breeding ground uh. for like potential members, which it is because I feel like you're just learning about your sexuality like you maybe in high school you are nowadays in a more free way yeah in a more free way you're not living at your parents house anymore it's a little easier to like get down with you know people and your body and um so they they go to college campuses and host events trying to recruit what i'm referring to as like progressive young people and they advertise these events in a way that isn't explicitly watch a dude rub a lady out like it's not like come come 
see a lady's clitoris get just like yeah. pummeled for 15 minutes <laughs> while you while you drink non-alcoholic beverages because you're 18. Um, yeah. But it's more like um, you do yoga, you meditate. Try hashtag orgasmic meditation. So it's like, look how like, oh, like you're already like progressive and interesting with yoga and so sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, come try this next level shit. And so like, probably like a lot of teen women are like, oh yeah, I'm like really open about my body and all this stuff. So then they host these events where young people come and it's they'll like provide like a luncheon because you know they want it to be like very appealing so come get free lunch Mm -hmm. and above board yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and like right before the lunch break is when they do the like when you call something luncheon not just lunch then you know it's it's legit and fancy pinkies up bitch yeah uh with pinkies up to the clitoris yeah it's gonna say index fingers up yeah um but they they do like a they do an actual like what do you call demonstration. it demonstration yeah where yeah. they have they do, they no longer call upon the students to volunteer because that's a no no but I think they used to and now they bring like two employees and they do the thing right before lunch and then oh, everyone man. oh my god oh my god did you see that yeah oh my god and then they like talk about it at lunch and when they come back from lunch they're like so anyway um you should pay 199 dollars today to sign up for part two where you can participate and learn all the benefits da, da, da. like it's just so dumb it's total recruiting tactics yikes yeah uh going after college students is gross it's so gross ugh uh well yeah i mean that's all i kind of got on this uh but it's so just strange i i mean it's not but it is like i think for me i think we probably feel the same way it's like the way this whole like the principle of it is i think the orgasmic meditation is fine on its face you know like whatever but it's the way that, like, she has totally, I don't know, taken it and marketed it and profited off of it and and totally, I don't know, I feel like she's definitely, like, culturally appropriating all this shit, too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm a little prudish and I tried to be open-minded, but also being American and, like, this stuff not being out in the open is you know, it's like hard, yeah. but I'm like trying to be open-minded. I'm like, okay, I, I love, I really do love the idea of this. I think it's good. If only it's for women to understand like, you know, how their bodies work and things that they like, but in a sexual manner more than just yeah. like doing it for the sake of it. Um, and uh, so I think there is something nice there, but yeah. also like, I don't understand how you build this into a business without exploiting people potentially, which they've like, there was a lawsuit in I think 2015 that they settled out of court because one of their former employees was like, dude, I was sexually like harassed and assaulted. And this is, I think there's just like a really weird kind of gray area that maybe in another country where like, people are more open or like prostitution's legal or, you know, they could figure out how this could be a little bit sexual and also a business. But I just feel like there's too much like secret. Yeah. 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 They have to have the closed doors aspect of it. Well, and also like making it like an, keeping it in 
in terms of it being like a business, the exclusivity factor yeah. makes makes for this opaqueness that can lead to some really fucked up stuff yeah. um, happening behind closed doors. So yep. I don't know. Like because because we're so culturally prudish and also taking a principle that is just – it's not ours to begin with and, and making it into something that is more westernized is like – I, I don't know. It 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 all just seems very gross from every angle. It's all um, very goopy. It's very goopy. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. I and also this, you can like learn all this stuff from like a sixty second BuzzFeed video, so it's like That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This whole thing just really rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm done. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I don't All even right. know what to say. That's it. I'm done. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the words associated with female parts right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, cool. That's follow all I us got. On, follow us on social media. It's at DTFU Podcast on all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a secret Facebook group you can join. There's no weird rubbing happening in there. Uh, no. It's just normal and fun. Um, and yeah, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you for everyone who's done that. We appreciate it. Yep. We'd love you to continue to do so if you haven't. Oh, Jack's oh, waking up. Jack's up. Perfect timing, little bud. Yeah, good job, dude. Good job, dude. Um, yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, be excellent to each other. Oh, and to yourselves. And to yeah. your clitoris, if you have one. Yeah, definitely. Or your other parts, uh, if you have other parts. <laughs> That's right. All, all right. the parts. All the all parts. Right. Be excellent to all your parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.